Welcome to another exciting episode of Chatting with the Constantins. I'm your host, John Constant, and always joining me in studio is my amazing, loving daughter. Hi, everyone. Jesse Constant here. I hope you're all having a wonderful week. How's everybody doing? I hope everybody got their cup of coffee. Now, once again, we'd like to thank you for allowing us to come into your car stereo, your earbuds, your headphones, or wherever you're listening to your podcast right now. It's much appreciated that you continue to listen to us. Keeps us going. And we are and we love being on uh, Anchor.fm. It's a great uh, podcasting site. And the best part about Anchor, it's free. You can go to their website, start your podcast, or download uh, the app on your phone. Check out Anchor.fm. Welcome, y'all. Welcome. Desi, what's on the docket today? Well, I have three main things that I'd like to share today. Yeah, what you got? And I apologize if I sound like a teacher. Um, some of the things I'm going to be discussing is something I'm going to be teaching my students this week. Um, my, I am teaching a beginner's English course. And throughout the whole term, they're going to learn about the writing process. And this week is pre-writing strategies. And I thought I'd share pre-writing strategies. Um, that can be used for both academic writing and for career writing because I know National Novel Writing Month's going on. So I thought it'd be beneficial for both. Nice. And second thing is about creating a calendar or a band schedule. Um, most of my students are uh, parents working part-time, going to school part-time, or working part- full-time and going to school part-time. And I'm also a grad student and working too. So I had to change up my schedule. So I thought I'd share what I do. Um, and maybe it will help you create a band schedule as well. Nice. Um, then lastly, we'll go into writing outline. And then um, I'm going to be closing the show with a special uh, message I have about a dear friend of mine. More, more like a request, I believe is basically what's going to be needed for for that one right mm-hmm. so what you got give them what they want kid hit them hit them <laughs> <laughs> okay well first i'm going to talk about schedules making a school and work schedule so i shared a few tips with my students yesterday about time management and i have to be honest i don't always follow my advice <laughs> yeah time management is difficult for us as much as I try to create a band schedule, something always ends up happening. Or comes up. Or comes up. Or things change. Then I have to make a new schedule. It's a hot mess. Um, <laughs> but hopefully my advice can help you. My advice helps me about 80% of the time. Maybe 90% of the time. But I say 95 to give. <laughs> 95% works better. <laughs> So my first suggestion is to, um, Deb would tell you, I am a very organized person. She is. I have been organized ever since I started elementary school. Way before Um, that, kid. Way before that. But one of the things I always have done is use agendas. Um, I have about three different ones, actually. I think they're all filled up, too, ain't they? Um... Well, this one's got room until the end of the year comes. Then I gotta buy a new one. (laughs) I always use agendas or planners. And I become more attached to my planner since I started my job last week. And what I do is I buy the large ones. 
Um, they have lots of, um, they don't have line spaces, but they got like a block of blank space for each day of the week. And they go by, they're separated by months and by week. So when you go to the month monthly section, you'll see the whole month calendar, like you would do a wall calendar. And it'll give you all of the days of November. And what I do is, on the month one, I also use different color pens. And I have a color for each thing. So I use blue for my own schoolwork that I have to do. Uh, green for coffee house writers. Uh, pink for my job. Uh, orange for holidays. Uh, green for coffee house writers. I think uh, red for book review projects. Um, purple for blog posts. So I color coat everything. And I picked that up from my friend Caitlin because she told she taught me how to do bullet journaling. And planning out an agenda is kind of like bullet journaling um, because you're making a map or a schedule for yourself for the month. So on the monthly calendars, I write down the important things um, like when I have a work meeting, when I have a doctor's appointment, uh, what homework assignment is due which day, things like that. But then what hours I have to work, things like that. But weekly, I go through each task I need to complete. So Mondays, my students need the announcement for the week. Tuesdays, I got to start grading. Wednesday, I got to do discussion replies, things like that. Then I write down my own schoolwork. What what articles I got to read? What are my discussion posts are this week? When's my paper due? Um, when do I have to log in for coffee house writers? When do I got to do the marketing graphics? When do I have a book review due? When then I got to do the podcast? Things like that. So each week... I'm writing down my hours, my schedules, and what I have to do each day. And everything is color-coded. Now, that works for me because I'm a very organized person, and I'm also a visual learner. I visual learner means that you need to physically see it. Things that you prefer, pictures and images and seeing things in different colors and things like mind maps and infographics are helpful when you're learning or gathering new information. So that's another tip. In order for you to create a plan that works for you, you have to also think about your learning style, how you obtain information. So um, for, I know, so I myself do this. Um, I find music relaxing. So anytime I'm working in my office, I got the Bluetooth speaker on and I got Pandora radio playing. I find music calming and relaxing and also helps to focus. So if you're an auto learner, music can help. Also, you can use a, I think they have it on the phone, like a recording app where you can uh, speak out your schedule for the day. And then you just have to play back the recording if you need to remember something. Actually, they do. It's uh, if on on the iPhone, it's it's on there. It depends on where you put it, but it'll say voice memo. Google phone phones. I'm not sure, but look through your menu and look for something that says voice recorder, and you can click on that and record your message. Or you might have to get an app like from the App Store that does does voice recordings that could also help you out as Destiny's explaining. So those are so. So those are some really good tips, guys. Um, keeps everybody organized on the straight and narrow, keeps you up to date. And also what uh, what Desi does is also have an email set up for me to get her calendar. So I know what she's doing because I have to do virtually everything. <laughs> she keeps she uh, she keeps me in check as her Uber driver, her tech guy, 
her virtual student test pilot. <laughs> I needed to, I needed to read the PowerPoint to make sure the font was big enough. <laughs> yeah, Dad's my test student. He uh, does practice lessons with me. Uh, yeah, Dad's they work out pretty student. good. <laughs> they work out pretty good. It, it's I'm I'm kind of worried because everybody has a different size computer screen, but. For mine, you know, I, I have a 24-inch iMac, which I love, which my daughter got me for Father's Day, which was out of the blue, very shocking. Um, I know I've talked about this in the past, but I love this machine. I just I just got a, a major upgrade to the newest one. Uh, what the heck is on this computer? This is um, MO, MO. Yeah, that's what it is. 12.01 operating system works the same as the big sur but this one's a little better sleeker it has the upgraded security on there which is nice and i'm just i'm just loving this mac i I'm, i switched from windows to this mac i i did download you know i did talk about this on the podcast i did download the windows 11 on my lenovo which i've upgraded to a one gig uh sd solid state drive in there i've upgraded the memory to like 20 gigs of memory and that thing flies the uh the install took at least 30 minutes which is not bad everything's loading up quicker graphics are looking pretty sweet it kind of reminds me of a wannabe apple desktop which nothing beats an apple in my opinion anymore but yeah, you know, if you download Windows 11, my, you know, again, my first impressions are where it's nice, sleek, easy to use. Um, basically, you can still create shortcuts. You can do everything that you used to do from Windows 90. Oh, I'm sorry, Windows 3.195 all the way up through Windows 10. I've always learned to create shortcuts of where I wanted things because with the newer style Windows, you have to do about three or four clicks. If you make a shortcut, you click it once, boom, you're done. You can still run all the commands like IP config, run uh, run the commands that you need for, uh, I, like I said, IP config, or you want to flush your DNS, you can still all do that in Windows 11. For us internet and technical guys, it's it, it looks pretty nice. It's a nice slick operating system. What else you got going on over, over there, Des? <laughs> Another thing to keep in mind when you're making a schedule is, um, you have to think about realistic goals. Um, so on my blog, Desmond Creations, there's a blog post about smart goals. Um, one of the things is when you're thinking about doing your schedule, you have to think realistically. So let's say you work full time, you work eight hours. Are you really going to feel like studying for four hours after you do the eight hour workshop? Oh, no. I didn't Probably that. not. <laughs> So maybe studying for one to two hours is more realistic than doing the full four hours. But no matter no matter how much you're working or have all the responsibilities, it's important that you set a time to study each day in order to keep up with your course load. And always have a pot of coffee ready to keep, keep that <laughs> energy flowing. Matter of fact, I'm drinking my, my Timmy Hose that I love. That nice Colombian uh, roast. Oh, man. I hope y'all got a cup of coffee joining us on chatting with the Constantins on anchor.fm. Welcome. Make a list of all the things you need to do to work towards those goals. For example, if you have a paper due that week, work on a draft Monday, do a little introduction thesis statement on Tuesday, do a little bit each day so you're not overwhelmed. And I'm starting to realize this is I'm working too. So I've been trying to do homework a little each day too. Think about what you need to complete your essay. 
you know, do you have to read first? Do you have to do research first? Do you need to do a draft? Do you need to submit a draft? Do you got to have a topic approval set to your teacher? Think about all the things that are a part of it. I've noticed you made a lot of drastic changes from because we because we're night owls. I've noticed a big change where you're going to bed uh, like an hour or two hours earlier and getting up two or three hours earlier. I've noticed that change in you. Is is, is is that helping you a little bit better focusing and finish your tasks? Yeah, I've been getting up at 8.30 in the morning, uh, which is a big change for me. That's when um, you're used to going to bed, right? Because sometimes I don't fall asleep until about 8.30 in the morning. But now I'm waking up at 8.30 in the morning and getting ready for work. <laughs> That's a big change, um, ain't it? It's a big change. Um, and I I get up at 8.30, I take my medicine, I get washed and dressed, I eat breakfast. I'm on the computer between 10.30 and 11.30. And I'm learning how to use all these meeting tools that go along with being an online instructor. Um, I never used Microsoft Teams before. I'm only used to Zoom. Mm-hmm. So I've been doing training and orientation. Um, and then I went to a fun uh, professional development seminar on Friday um, that was organized by the uh, Blackboard uh, administrators. And they showed how we can make online learning more feel like more of a on-campus class. And the number one thing that's most important is teachers being engaged with their students and interacting with them. A lot of students feel like online learning is more of an independent study. So we are, well, at least I am. I'm trying my best to make students know that I'm there for them, that I'm there to guide them, and I'm there to answering questions or whatever they need help with. I have some of the material already planned out for me because the course is pre-built, but I've been adding supplemental material, making classroom announcement reminders, giving them tips. And then I'm going to be, I'm going to start with this this week is I'm taking something I learned from my teacher and that's uh, weekly class meetings. So my my education, right, education class right now, over your higher ed, um, we have a teacher assistant in my class besides my professor. Her name's Miss Amanda, and she's been working with us each week through Zoom meetings. Um, and what she does is she'll give us an overview of what we're going to be learning that week, display what our discussion post is on, give us an example of, of how to do it, and then she'll explain, like, if we have a paper or something like that, she'll go into more details and rephrase the dire- uh, directions for us, give us some insight to what is being expected. And I want to do the same for my students. And one of the things I learned through Tutor Me is a lot of students don't understand the directions. And I agree, the directions can be a little bit complicated. But if I break them down or if someone else breaks them down, it's easier to understand. And providing students with examples is also a big help, uh, especially with grading rubrics. They wouldn't they want to know what they need to do to get such and such a grade. So I'm trying to incorporate everything I learned into my class. <laughs> and I, and those online Zoom meetings give you that on-campus feel because you see your teacher in person, you get to know her or him 
you get to know them. You get to know about their teaching philosophy. You can see the passion in them. Uh, you interact with them. You also interact with your classmates. You get to see them on video, so you get to know who they are as well. Just instead of just saying hello into the discussion board. So that's one of the things I like about the video idea. And you're also in, introducing technology into education where previously it was just all education and no technology unless you're taking technology classes. But I'm noticing that you're taking the online education game to the next level, which is which is nice. And I got a feeling you're going to be successful in what you're going to be doing like like interzo- like introducing zoom and team meetings to your classmates i i see it it's going to be more interactive with you than say me taking a class and i and i'm 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 hating i'm hating on doing the discussions without having a conversation a real live conversation between my classmates or or my teacher versus you know during during a zoom meeting because i'm I'm taking a break right now. I'm dealing with a lot of stuff and especially with my mom. I found out my mom has dementia and I'm I'm getting scared. I never went through this and I'm trying to understand how my mom is going to be for the rest of her life. An MRI showed that her brain is shrinking pretty rapidly and she has to be on this special medicine that helps the brain stop shrinking and but she's she's having these visions where like she's seeing somebody that's there and when i went to visit her the other day there's nobody there i'm like mom there's nobody there yes there is it's not no mom there's nobody there mom there's nobody there and she looks at me like i was wrong but that that's my mom's reality right now so i have to do what i can to be there for her my mom almost had to come live with me but i got her out of her her situation and now I'm working on trying to find her a better, safer place closer to me where I can better take care of her. But in a sense, I I, I feel kind of guilty, guys, that my house, I, I had to design my house to make make it more accessible for my daughter instead of thinking about my mom. But it's it's like now it's like they're, they're both my priority, trying to make sure they're safe, healthy and getting what the, the assistance that they need. And I feel like I'm being pulled in 20. 20 million different directions but i'm her son this is what i'm supposed to do now and destiny destiny would tell you i take excellent care of destiny don't i yes daddy and mom are the best i try <laughs> and it's like you know when you're growing up and you're, and you're dating and and looking for love the best examples is to look to your grandparents or your parents and li- li- listen to their romance stories and and how they met and how their life was. And it seems like mine is like no different. I'm taking care of people. My mom took care of people. My grandma took care of people. It's like different generations and different times, but it seems like it's all coming full circle. If that makes any sense. I try to make sense when I do this podcast. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I'm a big fan of Aaron Rodgers. And you, and you know what's going on in the news with Aaron Rodgers. And I know I promised I wouldn't talk about COVID and vaccinations. But here's the takeaway from this. You know, it's I can see where the the COVID pills are going to come in because there are there are going to be people allergic to to some ingredients in in the vaccination shot. And I see a benefit of the pills because the pills take away that that shot element. But the pills are only temporary to calm the symptoms and boost your antibodies. Now, now here's the thing. It doesn't matter if you're a professional sport athlete or working for a company, the company or the team that signs you is making an investment 
in you, paying you hundreds of millions of dollars if you're an athlete. If, if the owner wants you to get the vaccination, you're going to get the vaccination because the owner wants a return on the investment, which is you, to bring them championships and to have your body healthy. That's why they spend all this all these all this money on team doctors to make sure you get the right proper care that you need because they want to return on their investment and it's just like at a company where where they're mandating the the, the vaccination shot they made an investment in you they, they provide you with a cr contract if they if they tell you you have to go get the shot you have a choice to get the shot or they fire you and that means if they fire you, then they're not going to get a return on their investment. But again, I can see the need for to take a pill every day as, as for vaccination. So people don't get sick that are, are allergic to the ingredient. And just just like a few podcasts ago, we we're talking about education where you make an investment in yourself. And the return on that investment is when you graduate and get that degree and you land that dream job. So everything is about taking stock in yourself, the person. Once you make an investment, you make a commitment, and then you, the return on investment is the years to keep you healthy, to curb this pandemic, because from a science standpoint, every time somebody gets infected, there's always going to be a new mutation of the coronavirus. So basically, you know, again, keep talking to your doctors, keep asking the questions, keep visiting the the, the COVID vaccine shot uh, website, uh, John Hopkins, um, the Mayo Clinic, WebMD for more up-to-date information on the coronavirus. It's FDA approved now for the vaccinations, and now we're in the booster shots. And I'm going to be honest with you, as, as, as soon as they tell me it's ready, I'm going. I'm going to go get my booster shot. But I'm sorry I broke my promise, but you have to look at a business standpoint from a sports team, e even pro wrestling, to, to, to the little mom and pop shops. They're, they're making an investment on you, and they want to get a return on their investment. But I, I, I do see everybody's side. Everybody does have a point. And I'm throwing my two cents back in there because I, I believe everyone should get vaccinated. And once everybody is 100, once this country is 100% vaccinated, I believe this pandemic will be over and everything will go back to normal. But as things get better, I see things are loosening up. Now we can have the Canadian visitors come back once with proof of fully vaccinations. Um, U.S. travel from international companies are... Country, I'm sorry, countries that are 100% vaccinated can come visit us now, which is going to help our economy. There's a lot of a, a lot of good things coming, and I just I just want to see everybody healthy, to be with their loved ones, and and just be healthy. Which health kind of leads us into uh, what's what's coming up? What's coming up? That's uh, National Diabetes Month, or is that coming up? Are you done with your? Still talking about your writing? Well, I didn't finish. I didn't finish my scheduling tips, but we could go on to, um, it is Diabetes Awareness Month, but it's also self-care month. A colleague posted the self-care November calendar in the Microsoft Teams the other day. She said to share it with our students, and I thought it'd be a good idea to talk about it. Um, and I just said we're trying to work out balanced schedules, but it's also, and I had to, I had to learn this myself um you can only do what you're capable of doing exactly and it's important no matter how much you are studying or how much you are working it's important to spend time with family mm -hmm. and friends it's important to also take a me day a self-care day so throughout the month of november um think about things um that you like to do for yourself um if you uh if you're like me i usually been watching a tv show 
um, <laughs> and eating my favorite candy on the chair while I'm watching my show. Uh, <laughs> but think about things you like to do and block out a day in the week where you just are relaxing or if you can't do that, at least a few hours. Um, so a few things you can do this month is on, um, I'm looking at things that I like to do. So, um, November 14th is get a new book to read and I have a whole big long TBR list to read. So that's perfect for me. Mm -hmm. Um, November 11th is print out an inspirational quote and I always do that. I have quotes all over my room. I like the one. I don't know if you have this one. Uh, if if you believe it, you can achieve it. Do you have that one, or do you have something um, else? I think I have. I have something similar. Um, I have um, on my phone. I have dreams don't work unless you do, and I have a whole collage of inspiration quotes um, in my office. Um, another thing is, um, mom wants to do my nails, so on November sixteenth is paint your nails a new color. November 23rd is cook a new recipe, which is perfect in time for Thanksgiving. Um, That's so true. <laughs> and November 11th is Veterans Day, right? Yes, November 11th is Veterans Day. So a big thank you to our armed forces who serve um, to keep us free. So thank you. Um, you can also make yourself a cup of tea before you go to bed to help you reline um, chamomile tea or peppermint tea are my favorite um you can also do journal writing uh you can take a walk um you can send a card to someone to wish them uh feel better or uh see how they're wishing best wishes you know listen to music or uh, you can listen to chat with the constantins on anchor.fm <laughs> Sipping your favorite cup of coffee or tea and just listening to us. <laughs> um, share some dinner with friends. Um, things like that. Just things that you enjoy and that you can take a few hours to relax and do something that you love to do uh, that you may not always have time to do. Um, but make sure you incorporate that into your schedule. Get, uh, label it me time <laughs> me time or self-care day or mental health day whatever you need get, uh, you can get a science as me time do not disturb <laughs> put it on your computer calendar if you have to you're blocking out three o'clock to eight o'clock me time you're watching your favorite tv show do not disturb <laughs> Uh. <laughs> oh man i can't believe we been through our seal team on paramount man i'm glad I, i'm glad we caught that show and i am falling asleep it was good i i especially like the episode where they pay tribute to 9-11 where uh where the team goes to new york and puts a set of bowl cutters in the in like the museum for 9-11 and i i just i just started crying because i just started thinking about 20 years ago but it, it that one was an emotional episode for me very good one very good one and i love i love that it's on paramount because we pay extra for no commercials it's awesome i don't get to watch 20 minutes of commercials for 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 a good show we like to watch i'm like what's this is having cable when you gotta spend money on an app just to get your show it's I don't know. Everybody trying to dip into the to the pie a little bit with with these uh, streaming apps and all this other things. But that's the that's 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 the way that's the way it's gonna be. It's the it's the new way of the world. 
So what else is on the agenda, kid? I know, I know, I, I skipped you. I'm sorry. You do it all the time. What else is do? Yeah, but that, but that, that's what makes a great podcast, right? Is that so? Yeah, that's so. I mean, you rock this out all the time. Yeah, is that so? Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Well, now that I'm done with the scheduling portion of the show, <laughs> and I hope you find some of my suggestions helpful. Okay. Well, next. We're going to do pre-writing strategies. Now, I see everyone might not agree with me, but I see these type of pre-writing strategies um, available for both for career writers and academic purposes. I know National Novel Writing Month is going on. And unfortunately, I haven't been able to participate. You're just a busy person, right? I'll get some writing in eventually. (laughs) But the first one is um, well, first, there's, of course, outlines. Um, outlines are the t- typical method for creative writers. Um, I have a blog post on Decimatic Creations about three different types of writing outlines um, that you can take a look at. Um, but outlines are come in many shapes and forms, and you can do them in different varieties, um, depending on your likes and dislikes, but also how you like to organize information and, of course, your learning style. So the first one for outlines is called mind maps. So mind maps are where you take a central idea, like a bubble in the middle of the paper, and you put in that main idea. So for example, say it's your book, then you draw like a tree branch, out to the left and it goes into outcomes outcomes into personal family business so that can kind of be like maybe the character's motivation or backstory then the right you can go into why and then you can go underneath to another topic underneath to another topic and each branch you build on a main point you separate several different other lines and all those lines connect to that one idea i call that the the balloon the balloon methodology the 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 way uh my when when i took this class at brian stratton my my instructor made like balloons the balloon circle and it described everything you just talked about yeah i call them little clouds inside balloons um and then i call them tree branches when you connect them mm-hmm. um but that's my mapping it's where you take a central theme or event that's on your paper then surrounding it with related subject clusters and those subjects with related ideas of their own so as a creative writer i see this perfect for character building i also see it as building up the plot the plot of the story but for academic purposes you can take this to make an outline for a research paper. So in the middle, you can put in your thesis statement, your main focus, and then you can branch off to each each topic of that thesis. And then the smaller branches can be your supporting evidence and then how you're going to link those together. Second one is called a pictical outline. And this is great for visual learners because it's all about pictures. So I I think of this as kind of like a vision board. So for pictures, you can go on Google or Pinterest or uh, Pixabay or Pixels, one of those free uh, photo um, websites and print out pictures. So for this, it's more creative writing than academic for this type of outline, but it's, per- it's perfect for visual learners. It allows you to create folders of pictures related to your story. So I think 
I forgot who uses this method. It might be my friend Trish who uses this. Um, But it's perfect for if you're trying to get ideas for building up the character, um, like their physical uh, description. Or it's also great for world building. Um, For example, um, in Lady Sapphire, I wanted to create a forest with uh, stepping stones and like kind of a, you know, classic fairy tale, castle, stones, walkway kind of things. So I kind of found this picture on Google about a, with a bridge that connected with trees surrounding it. And that's one of the pictures I used to describe um, the forest scene in Lady Sapphire. And then, of course, this is one of my favorite things. This is one of my favorite outlines for academic writing, but it can also be used for creative writing as well. It's simple pen and paper. So I know everybody writes everything on the computer and because we use uh, the computer for everything. But once in a while, it's nice to have handwriting um, and writing in a notebook. It's a change of pace. It opens up our imagination. And also, writing longhand discourages editing while writing. So um, if we, because if I write something on the keyboard, I have to fix it right away. It's just who I am. Um, But if I have a written down a piece of paper, then I'm less likely to correct it right away. But I do always have a bottle of whiteout on my desk. So I might be tend to fix it if I spell something wrong. But it's a nice change of pace. And um, pen and paper helps with outlines when you're writing a narrative essay. So for narrative essay, pen and paper helps when you want to write out your topic sentence, your points with the evidence, and then that length. How does how does your point relate to your topic sentence or your thesis statement? It's so true. Another method. There's another one. Mm-hmm. Was it like ten? I got six of them. Six of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, you done your research? Yes. <laughs> you done the strategy and research, huh? Yes. And and it's a proven method. According to me. <laughs> why? Why? Because you desi boss lady. <laughs> I think they're helpful. Yeah, they are. They are. I'm just bad, bad dad joke. So another one is called clustering, which is very similar to mind mapping. It has the same idea. So clustering allows writers to form many ideas and connect them together. So it's it's got the same concept of mind mapping. It's just that you may lay it out differently. And you use circles instead of balloons or clouds. Right, um, but cool. it has the same idea. You begin to cluster. Choose a word that is central to the assignment. For example, if a writer were writing a paper about the value of a college education, they might choose the word expectations. And write that word in the middle of the sheet of the paper. Circle expectations and then write words all around it. Words that occur to the writer as they think of expectations. Or this is something I'm going to use with my students this week when we meet for our Zoom meeting. Um, I have a example where at the beginning, the first, the main central cluster is trouble starting a paper. And then it goes out to why students always have trouble writing a paper. Nervousness, lack of ideas, uh, writing anxiety, trying to build up conference, no structure, Trying to figure out how to do an outline. Nervous about writing an introduction. Nervous about the topic. 
So my students are also learning about writing anxiety this week, and I'm going to try to build up their confidence. I got faith in you. <laughs> um, another one is brainstorming, uh, listing. So listing is a process of generating a lot of information within a short time by generating some broad ideas and then building on those. So what you can do is, for example, say the benefits and challenges of being a college student. So you start with benefits and bold. That's your main idea, benefits. So benefits of a college student. Independence, living away from home, freedom to come and go, new friends, learning responsibilities. And then you have a separate column with challenges. So paying bills, time management, good study habits, financial and social responsibilities, uh, nervousness about making new friends. So that's like a listing idea. Um, just like if you were writing a shopping list. Then lastly, we got free writing. So free writing is just process of generating a lot of information and writing down stuff for a predetermined amount of time. It allows you to focus on a specific topic, but forces you to write so quickly that you are unable to edit any of your ideas. So you want to free write on the assignment or general topic for five to 10 minutes and stop. Focus just on that topic. Focus yourself to continue writing even if nothing specific comes to mind. Even if you say, I don't know what to write about over the important things that you important thing is you do not stop writing this free writing will include many ideas and at this point generating ideas is the most important thing to get you thinking so after you're finished with your free writing look back over what you've written highlight the most prominent and interesting ideas or the most or the ideas that are most related to whatever you're writing about and see a connection so you're going to circle what comes out to you kind of like one of those word wall or word art uh, pieces you could cre you create online where you put all these different words together but the words you use the most gets bigger and more colorful hey i got a question hmm. what do you do for writer's block if somebody you know say, say somebody has writer's block what are the steps for those writer's block yeah where you just can't think of anything and you're not inspired by anything the best thing for writing uh, writer's block is to do writing prompts. So e even though if you can't think of something, just still still write something down and something might click? Well, the, one of the things that is good about writing prompts is writing prompts give you a direction to write about. So say, for example, if you have a writing prompt, it tells you to talk about a scary dream you want to have. So you're not thinking about how you're frustrated about writing. You're just thinking about writing on that on that topic. You're thinking about a scary dream you had. And that writing, the writing prompt helps you, you know, get your train of thought thinking. That's a good point. That's a good idea. I like that. Sometimes people do, you know, do get writer's block and they can't figure out what to write or get break through it to to write to to write their best work or best novel. That's an excellent point. Well, the most important thing to do is to just get the words on paper. Think about the word count more than if it's perfect or is it good enough just to get the words out. Then later on, you worry about is it perfect or it needs editing. The best thing to do is just to get the words on the page. And after that, the inspiration comes, the storyline comes, and you're off to an awesome book or paper. Mm -hmm. After drinking another pot of coffee. Yep. <laughs> Somebody say coffee. Coffee is the magic word of the day, guys. 
Coffee's a magic word for you every day. Yes. Coffee? <laughs> I know. I'm being silly. So so what's on, uh, on the agenda, kid? Well, those are my examples of writing outlines. And those are very good examples, guys. And uh, pre-writing strategies. <laughs> I did scheduling. I yep. did a self-care month. Yep. I don't have any book updates. No book updates? No uh, no author spotlights at this moment? I'm still working on Death and Pottered Woods, but I don't have any new updates. That'll be coming soon, right? Yeah, I had to cut back on back on book review projects. That was the best part of our podcast. <laughs> okay. I know I need to update our website. I know that. Austintonbooks.com. <laughs> Look for the and tab know, that says Destiny's Magical Creations. I know I also have to put up a new crossword puzzle because the Halloween one is still up. You going to do a Thanksgiving one? Or are you going to do uh, move right into Christmas like everybody else does? No, I'll do Thanksgiving first. You know, you know what bugs me? Well, not really bugs me. It's just right after Halloween, everybody's into that Christmas rush. And Thanksgiving really gets no love except for like two weeks on TV with turkeys and Mrs. Dash, and then and then you see the 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 commercials for the coffee creamers that are out for for like peppermint coffee creamer and stuff like that, and then it's still like blown into Christmas. I couldn't believe that me and you want to to take our little trip and inside Walmart, the home of the substitution and disappointments, was playing Christmas music. Well, they started they start November first. Christmas music, November first. I'm not even ready for that. Now maybe December first, I might be ready, but. Not not November, but then again, this is like the fourth quarter profits for companies. Yeah, I think everybody needs a little extra chair full this year. Yeah, 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 that's true. And you know what stinks, man? There's going to be a big old ripple effect because you know how, you know, they've been talking about the strike in the hospitals for Kaleida. Now, what, I, I'm, I'm happy they went on a strike to, to get the contract that they wanted, but I'm not happy about when we go in for our services. They we're going to see a little bit of an increase that we're, uh, us customers of the hospital are going to have to pay for. And it's just like everything else, you know, you know, that ripple effect. It's like everything goes up and businesses are going to go up and it's going to be more tougher for the customer to buy their product or get their services. And the shipping thing, you know, that that's that's really hurting us. Uh, Mr. President and the U.S. Congress, if you're listening to us in Washington, D.C., on anchor.fm bring all the jobs back to america and the manufacturing and we won't have to worry about getting our goods from china or overseas because we'll have it right here in the united states probably made better and longer and we can bring the cost down especially like our oil you know we have our oil refineries in texas we can open up to bring the cost down but nobody thinks about that if you bring it in-house it may be cheaper and quicker to make instead of waiting like the, uh, the CBS News the other day, I was watching that 4.30 in the morning. This guy was saying he waited like 15 months to get a to get a shipment of guitars from China. And there's a big old shipping backlog in the Los Angeles Harbor with those crates. And now the Los Angeles Harbor are charging companies $100 per day because they haven't come and picked up their product. And again, this pandemic left us in shortage of truck drivers and all this other things. Now, it leads me to another opportunity. If you are vaccinated, you can get a job because it makes you more hireable than somebody's unvaccinated. That that might help out, but that's that's the times we're in, and hopefully things will get better in 2022. Which I can't believe New Year's is almost right around the corner, right? Yeah, pretty soon. 
Yeah. Brand new year, brand new time. Man, you know what? I just realized this is our 61st episode of Chatting with the Constantins on Anchor.fm. Yeah, we're up to that many already, aren't we? Yeah, remember we're in season four? And oh, when boy. I when I looked at the 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 Apple, the Apple iPlay content, it said we had like 60 episodes. So oh, this boy. is make this will make our 61st episode. That's impressive. So is there anything else you want to discuss on chatting with the Constantins on anchor.fm? Uh, yes, I do. And what would that be? Well, before I go into that, I just want to say um, my schedule has changed, but for a very good reason. Um, I'm doing what I love. I'm teaching. I have I got my dream job and I'm in a master's program that I love to further my knowledge and education. And to further my skill set. Um, but I am going to try my absolute best to continue to do book reviews, share writing tips and recommendations in the blog. It might not be updated as it used to be, like I do every weekly. It might go into monthly. Um, but I am going to try my absolute best. You know, I just wrote an awesome quote a while ago. And I, I'm, it just dawned on me now because you, you did mention your dream job. And this is what I come up with uh, a while ago. It says dreams do come true if you want them to come true. Now, I found that to, for me to be an inspirational quote for myself, but it could be for anybody. What do you think? Well, it works in your case, right? Yes. Dreams um, do come true if you want them to come true. Yes. And if you... Never give up and you work hard, you stay determined and motivated and you have your mindset on one thing, it will. It's called heart drive and passion. Just just like I mentioned before, if you believe if you believe it, you can achieve it. And if you have that one person that inspires you, it keeps you focused and keep going. Now, in my lifetime, I had a couple a, lo- a couple of people who inspired me. One is my lovely co-host. Two, who also inspired me was my grandmother. And three, growing up with a learning disability and being in special classes, I had a teacher named Mrs. Johnson and Mrs. Hiller, who was my social studies teacher, who also inspired me to keep going. I never gave up. I'm still here. So it can happen. You got to find the right support team who, who believes in your, your goals and who's going to help you get through, even through the darkest times and the toughest times, because you can make it. It can happen. It's called a lot of hard work and passion. Right, kid? Yes. Well. We'll What's keep up? everybody updated about the blog on social mm-hmm. media. Yes. Uh, and I'll try to do a new post as soon as I can. Might be next week. But I will like uh, November is a month for uh, thankfulness and to think about and be grateful of all the things that we have. And True. I am very grateful for all my friends and family, um, especially when I was going through a difficult time. Uh, getting used to being transitioned to a wheelchair. And Elena is a good friend of mine. Uh, we met in Niagara County College. Uh, we took teaching classes together with Ms. Schreiner. Uh, well, now Mrs. Hamilton, because she married James. <laughs> um, but she helped me get through a challenging time and raise money when I had a fundraiser to earn funds I need to make my home handicap accessible. Um, she is a sweet and kind person um, who needs assistance and prayer. 
she recently became a mom. Um, her and her husband, Frank, adopted little Lorenzo. He is the cutest little baby ever. She uh, was diagnosed with leukemia in 2015, and she's been cancer-free for a while now. Uh, she fought it. Uh, she won her battle against it, uh, but it affected her body, um, including uh, losing her daughter, Francesca. And it's also affecting her kidney function. Um, her kidney are only functioning about 15%. And she was all set for to have surgery in a couple of weeks, but her donor fell through. And she um, is in need of a transplant. So if you, I'm gonna, she's making a new flyer that I'm going to share for her. Um, but I have one that I can share um, after our podcast, and I'm going to be writing down the information. But if you could pass on care information, spread awareness, that'd be great. Um, if you are willing to get tested or be a donator, that would be a big blessing and a big help. She deserves uh, to get better uh, for her husband and her son. And so I wanted to share her story because uh, she has helped me and I want to do the same for her. And, and we'll leave the email for, for the place where if, if, if you're really serious about helping this, this person who has a kind heart, uh, we'll leave the email address in the description of the podcast and reach out to them and they'll get back to you. Uh, they'll send you, they'll send you a form first to, to do like a little pre pre-testing see if you would be a good candidate before they move forward with this but yeah it's it, she, she she i would say she's a good friend of ours and she needs help right kid mm-hmm. what else you got going on well that's all i have for today um if you are looking for book recommendations i do have young adult fancy books uploaded onto the blog um if you are in the mood for fall baking i got the pumpkin spice cupcakes and the caramel apple cupcakes up there. They go good with coffee. <laughs> and um, I'm trying to think. Next week, I am working on a Thanksgiving bacon article for Coffee House Writers. I'm tra- it's going to be a Thanksgiving cookie. I just got to think of flavors. Oh, guys, uh, don't forget to wish Destiny a happy birthday on Tuesday. This is a special birthday episode as well. Yes, tomorrow, November 9th is my birthday. Happy birthday, Destiny. <laughs> Dad couldn't wait to give me my present either. He already gave it to me. Uh, that's, I don't... that's sneaky, too. That's sneaky, huh? Mm-hmm. How am I sneaky? Because you have mom come in here, and she goes, I need your phone. And I ask her why, and she goes, eh, eh. I said, well, your phone died already? And she goes, yeah. And she takes the phone. And then I don't know what happened. Then I forget about it. And dad goes, you busy? I need to see you. <laughs> and he has to close my eyes. And he gives me my phone. But it ain't my phone. It's a different phone. What kind of phone is it again? And I tell dad already asked me a couple weeks ago if I wanted a new phone. I said, no. But dad's stubborn. And you're and he- not stubborn? I guess for the new iPhone. Tell her what color it is. It's supposed to be pink, but it's not as bright as I thought it would be. What was that? The I forgot what phone that is. You order it. What was that? The iPhone 13? Yeah. So what you think of it so far? It's nice. I miss my button. Well, that's something you have to get used to. But look, you get better security on that phone. You get Face ID and 
more uh, more security and 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 you, and you doubled your space kid you always need more space for your photos right for your baking right yeah but it's nice it's nice you like the phone <laughs> it's nice that's it just nice it's nice that's it I appreciate it. Okay, that's that's much better. <laughs> and I'm glad it wasn't a hassle transfer all my stuff. It was actually easy. Now, didn't I tell you? It was kind of cool the way the, the 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 way it was. You know, it's like it's like it automatically does it now. You, and you just follow the instructions on the screen. You watch it upload and you watch it download, and boom, everything's right there. It only, it only took me like an hour, but you can only go as fast as data goes, right? Mm-hmm. Any, anything else? Uh, we got any special guests coming up soon that uh, we could talk about yet or no? We are supposed to have um, Tammy Anderson. She's a new children author that I talked about before who wrote ABC Animals. I'm excited to meet her. I'm, I'm excited to have her on Chatting with the Constantins on Anchor. Dot FM. She's supposed to book an appointment with us next week. Yeah. Um, but I know she is in the middle of moving and she had to take care of her dad. So it yeah. might be a little later than we thought. Yeah. If not, you, you, you know what they say in show business, the show must go on. Right. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Or is or or we should take this home. No, that's all I have for today, people. But I wish you. I hope you have a good week. Um, I know it's a special week for me. Um, it's not only my birthday, but I'm gonna be celebrating my best friend's engagement. And um, there's one thing I gotta say before I forget it. Uh, early when Dad and I talk about dreams. I know this may sound crazy, but um, I always wanted to be a teacher, even when I was a young girl. But um, you know how you do your, uh, I don't know, I don't remember if it was a high school application or college, uh, college application. Um, but whenever you're doing that planning to transition between high school and college, they ask you your goals. And they make you do one of those five-year plans, three five-year plans. Well, I was trying to predict how long it would take me to get my master's degree. Um, I started college at 16. So um, I think that's when I did it, when I was getting ready to start NCC. So I was 16 and I was trying to figure out how long it would take me to get my master's degree. And I said I wanted my master's degree and to start my teaching career before I turned 27. And tomorrow I'm turning 27 and I have done both of those things. So you had dreamed it and achieved a kind of goal deal. Yes. Because I, because I do remember a special moment when you're about three or four, and you had me playing school with you, and you're pretending you're an instructor, and I didn't turn in my work, and you're like, "Daddy, where's your work? You're late. I need that work now, so I can grade it." That was a special moment. No, November. To be honest with you guys, November really changed my life when I first met my wife, and then a few years later, my life changed when I had my little girl. Well, she's not a little girl anymore; she's a big girl, but. In my heart, she'll always be the little baby that always fell asleep on my chest. Yeah. <sighs> I want to start crying. No crying. I just love you so much, and I'm so proud of you. I love you, you too, but no crying. You. Because if you, I start crying, then they're not going to hear me, and they're going to hear me all snobbering. All I'm going to say is I love you, and I'm proud of you. You overcame some adversity in your life, fighting through where you started to walk, had to walk with some tools and i feel that the wheelchair gave you a new lease on life and it gave you the encouragement that you needed to continue your path on your dreams 
And all I can see is great things for you going forward. And just don't run over my toes. I'm trying not to. I'm sorry. It happened one time. Or 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 hip or hip check me into the counter when you're backing up. <laughs> I did it by accident one time. I apologize. I know. It's funny now, but that's that's just my special memory of November. Anything else? No, that's that's all. I don't know if our audience can handle any more um, emotionalness. <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, just remember everything that was in this podcast is going to be listed in the description notes, especially websites that uh, that we mentioned. And if you can, please reach out to the point of contact to help our friend to see if you can be a kidney donor. She she does have a young boy and a young family, and they both need the young boy needs both of their parents. So please help out with that. Also, thank you for allowing us to come in to your headphones, your car radio, or wherever you listen to our podcast you can always find us at anchor.fm or spotify overcast pocketcast pandora uh, wherever you can find us we're, we're there and once again thank you for listening to chat with the constants on anchor.fm the best part of our day is coming to you and sharing our stories and tips and tricks and again thank you for listening and we'll talk to you next time